0: Thanks for tuning in once again to the Red Pill Cartel. Um, so today we have uh, a gym owner uh, and super strong woman and a freedom fighter. She's an amazing woman. Uh, you guys can check her out. I'll put up, post all the links in the show notes. Uh, but she tells me the story about, uh, uh, you know, how she tried to keep her gym open through the, the whole scamdemic. Uh, did I say scamdemic? I meant pandemic. Sorry uh, anyway, she tells that story and also like how she came to, to Christ and her spirituality. And, uh, we talk, uh, vaccines and, uh, all the crazy shit that's going on with it and all the, uh, stuff that's going on in Ottawa with the, the, the truckers and whatnot. And we just had a great conversation. It was, it's a little, a little bit of a shorter show tonight, but, uh, yeah, I really hope you guys enjoy it. And, uh, She's just awesome, and I encourage you to check her out on social media. Like I said, the links are posted in the show notes, so you know what you got to do. Sit back, relax, crack a beer, smoke a dube, and enjoy the show. Welcome back, Cartel, to another episode of the Red Pill Cartel. I am your host, Davey Wavy, and I have Teresa Heron here. Uh, owner of Huff Gym and Freedom Fighter extraordinaire. How are you, Teresa?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on tonight.
0: You're welcome. It's a pleasure. Um, you know, uh, we had a little bit of a brief history, right, with, uh, you know, uh, me and my ex going to see you. She was a part of your gym. I was not. But we met, and, you know, uh, I really, I really loved your energy and the energy of the people in your gym. It was Amazing! Like you guys, you guys, and you have the Bible quotes in your gym. I love that. You know, Thank
1: super you positive. So. Thank you so much. Yes, and we very, are um...
0: very unique. Very unique.
1: Like yes, you it is.
0: So how how did you start up your gym? Like, were you it the boss
1: uh, Well, actually, started the uh, the gym. Andrew, my partner. Um, he started the club when he had a a vision, um, when he was in Jamaica, maybe you could have him on sometime and he can explain that story, but, um, he got a vision, he came back long story short. Um, I met him through satisfaction fitness. I actually hired him as my trainer. Um, and then from opening up a gym and I kind of followed him there and, uh, clean his facility long story short again like said my prayers and uh stayed close to jesus introduced me to jesus like I, i knew jesus but he kind of got me to confirm um my faith in christ and like accepting christ as my lord and savior like i did that at the age of 18 and um from there i guess the rest is history like we're still working um, over twenty five years later, and we you know built a great legacy here at Huff gym, Jesus Christ. And um, it's been a total blessing to watch people um, come in and transform their lives um, in many different ways um, through Mississauga, right, and our community. Um, we've run some like really great free youth camps. Um, we're helped right now, we have a program called Hot. Um, where it's Huff um, outreach team and we go to the streets of Toronto on Sundays and we distribute Huff care packages so food and gloves and put like a bunch of stuff uh, sleeping bags anything that they might need um, to make the homeless a little bit more comfortable Um, and like so we just projects throughout the years and it just seems to be getting better and better just like one Right, like just like fine wine gets better and better with age for sure. So it's just been a blessing. Um, and you know, so when the pandemic hit, it made things very simple. It's like we are here for Jesus Christ, and if we're here for Jesus Christ, like we can't close our doors, people need this, like people facility for many different reasons and a lot of them um you have you know anxiety stress um you know and mental health issues family problems makes
0: feel uh better about everything
1: right of course it's going to yeah. release positive so like as a mayor of any city it's like wouldn't you want your people to be healthy Or would you want your people walking around depressed, angry, stressed? You know what I mean? Like we're in a pandemic. First of all, we know, like, uh, you know what I know, the the pandemic, call it a pandemic, like if it was a pandemic, I think the masks wouldn't be able to be just thrown anywhere. You'd need hazardous waste baskets. Exactly. Um, if it was right, like if it was a pandemic, we'd be seeing people dying on the streets. If it was a pandemic, you wouldn't be firing nurses and doctors for not getting the jab. Like, let's keep things really real. Like, it, it's that doesn't make any sense. All that stuff doesn't make sense. So when you start like looking at everything, it's just kind of like this is not adding up like this, this they're saying two plus two is six and we know it's four you know what right. i mean so yeah it's, like, it's not adding up the, the thing
0: is is that you know the cognitive dissonance in people has been so strong because they've been manipulated by the mass media right yeah. you i follow rebel news you probably do too right yeah yeah uh so they had um what was his name uh I forget. It was Kellyanne Wolf and another guy. I forget the Hi, guy Kim? that was... No, Johnston, something Johnston.
1: Oh, I'm not sure. He was
0: running for mayor of, like, Calgary or something like that. <clears throat> but anyway, he was here in Mississauga, and he went in with uh, a camera crew to uh, Trillium. And you can blatantly see he went in, and then the security was giving him a hard time to go in there and he's like no it's it's a public facility i can go in here right and they're like right. no sir you can't come in you can't come in and put your mask on but he's like oh okay i'll put my mask on but i can still film in here giving him a hard time he's like as you can see there's nobody in this hospital in this emergency room yeah yet you go outside and they have ambulances parked outside of the emergency room making it look like it's full
1: yeah that's not yeah so that's there's that's obvious yeah that's it was obvious. It was totally obvious. And we like me about when we open, like when with everything that happened with the pandemic, like basically what had happened was we were shut down for a bit, I think like five or six months. Um, and then we got reopened under Boxing Ontario. We were able to reopen for like a little period. And then basically what had happened, I think the other businesses or gyms must have complained and then the government said like no you can't do this like anymore so then they try to shut it down again and then I actually uh, we are all essential I did um my daughter brought me on and I started like just educating myself through them and basically we then reopened um in April but there was a big mix up there in the reopening act it states that we can be open as a facility and i don't think the bylaw actually under because it was like all over my windows and all that because after they gave me like i got like six summons or something i got like two um fail comply i got like two obstruction and then i got one hosting an event and it wasn't i wasn't hosting an event um we were basically Uh, here uh, we are all essential when I took a stand to reopen so it wasn't an event that I was doing I was opening my business basically Um, you know what I mean it wasn't
0: an event what was the obstruction for you got two of those
1: because they were trying to get in they wanted to come in but at the time i was also with we are all essential and they're like don't let them like we don't need to let them in and this and that like you live and you learn right like i'm not gonna it's my responsibility like it's my responsibility i should have known better which uh, you know basically what had happened was after i called them up and i said like look like i don't like i i wasn't i'm not my goal wasn't business shut down like that's not my goal <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. my goal is to open my doors so i have to look at this from a local standpoint and go okay like you know what's it going to take to get my doors open because that's the priority we need people to be able to come in here um for you know mental health and for our business i've um you know my my partner has four children as well like and then plus i have a stepson right So like we have like, you know, there's like 10 dependents, right? So it's like, you want us to keep our door closed for what purpose? walmart open you have uh costco open you have you're not doing contact tracing at any of those spots so nope. anyways i had them by bylaw came in public health came in they i invited them in for an inspection so they came in for the inspection i said these are our protocols this is what we follow this is what we do they, we passed everything no problem they gave us the okay to operate so two days ago they were giving us tickets the next day said oh yeah news conference and said that uh we were able to operate that we passed the inspection it's called accessibility for ontarians with disabilities act and it's not only people with physical disabilities it's also people with mental health issues right addiction um stress depression anxiety well everything that we've been through for the past like year and a half to two years i think everybody needs a gym like i think it's a good outlet you know what i mean
0: For sure, like, and they say it's all about health and safety, and yet they're cutting out Shutting down people who are all about health and safety.
1: Exactly. Like so the people that come to the gym are usually people that are more aware on how to take care of themselves. Like they're sleeping better, they're eating pretty clean, you know, they're taking vitamins, like they're more conscientious of their health and their overall well-being. Let's put it that way. Okay. Right. So if if these people are doing that, like the their immunity is probably stronger than the average person right because but
0: But then you got to look at it from their perspective as well you got to look at you got to know your enemy right so you got to look at it from their perspective where like even though their immunity is strong they can still spread it you know what i mean
1: absolutely but the thing is the thing is it's a it's a flu like let's look at it like That's it's a quality. yes i'm not going to deny that there's something out there there's definitely something out there like you know what i mean There, like there's definitely a a cold a flu you get a headache like there's certain symptoms but i mean if we're okay so basically like when the public health guy right we disinfect everything like every person that comes in here gets a bottle and a spray and a towel and they wipe down their machine before and after use okay Like so when you go to walmart when when you go to walmart do people wipe down the stuff that you touch no right so like why are you complaining about people to my place of business where i only have maybe like you know 60 to 100 people walk in throughout the whole day when you have hundreds of people walking in and out of walmart and all these other stores touching everything
0: yeah, like get get, there, get
1: the get <laughs> the hell out of here. That makes no sense. Like, so don't tell me it's about my health and safety. It doesn't has nothing to do with my health and safety because then you'd shut down that store and you wouldn't allow people to walk in and out of there. Right? Everybody would have to like you know get home delivery or something. Like, yeah, right. So no, it's, it's
0: absolutely insane what they've been doing and and continue to do. And that's why I'm I'm definitely on board with uh, the truckers. You know. Yes, but at the same time, I do think it, there ha- there is something to it. It's a little fishy to me, because um, yeah. I, I I have my my intuition is pretty strong now, and I'm looking at everything and questioning everything. Right?
1: Yes. Look, look yes. doing
0: Yeah, you can't just look at the trucker convoy and go. Yeah, get your emotions get, get let, let your emotions get the best of you. You have to question Correct. it too, like hmm, Maybe. The governments are actually paying these truckers to do this maybe right maybe right. because right. let's face it they have an agenda for the climate change and that's what this whole COVID thing is about it's about yes. to get everybody on board with the whole climate change agenda even humans humans are emitting carbon therefore you have to have a carbon tax right it's like right. they're setting up for something bigger
1: Right, I see what you're saying.
0: If the truckers, um, you know, because of the whole AI thing and automated vehicles and everything, who knows? Maybe they'll just get rid of all the truckers and make trucks automated through Tesla or something. Who knows? Right? They're That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and everything and, so you're, and you're make not- sure. <laughs> yeah, and it's and the whole climate thing is bullshit too because this planet is a more than abundant for what we have on the planet uh the population one of the biggest lies is is that we are running out of resources it's complete bullshit uh they just want to they want to push the narrative of scarcity upon humanity so that they can control us even greater to a greater degree agreed yeah 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 so so how long have you been open for now
1: I guess it's been like a year, like it's going to be a year, a year in April, um, that we've been open. Um, so we went through, yeah, basically like I'm going through court right now. I have another court February 15th. I have a pretrial on that day. So, um, we're just looking at all the disclosures right now and everything. Um, basically they just have us like coming into the gym they're taking pictures of us coming in and stuff like i said under the reopening act um open, uh, people are just supposed to understand how we're open right um, and why we're open and basically we and bylaws been great we haven't had any issues um the, you know the the environment's safe we have great members great community of people um they're very appreciative and they're very respectful when they come in so you know if you're not feeling well don't come here right like don't don't come in right it's, You that's just common courtesy like, i didn't common think that community. was something that i didn't think that was something where we had to teach like you know, know. I mean? it's just
0: like across the board right? for, for for uh well over 100 years you know if you're sick don't come to school because you're gonna get somebody else sick duh
1: yeah it's yeah it's pretty you know but um it's been yeah it's been amazing um you know businesses would also take a stand i think if other businesses stood uh when we did open because there was other businesses that were supposed to align with us um i think it could have made things go away a lot faster maybe i don't know but then i think about it and it's like well if that was supposed to happen then it would have happened it didn't right but um you understand what I mean? Like, it's like, it's like yeah. a bittersweet, right? So it's kind of like, what if? But there is no what if because it didn't. So it is what it is, right? <laughs> I like It's true. Like, when you think about it, it's like, there's no what if really, because it didn't happen. So God didn't allow it for whatever. And I just, you know, I'm grateful for my relationship with Jesus Christ. And I keep going back to that because without him, like, there's no way. On ever anything, because it was through his um, through the comfort of me was and that I was standing in truth for people yes. that you know what I mean. Like yep. it's like I'm standing family, I'm standing up for Christ, I'm standing up for the people of my community. It's like I am doing something right, and if they want to crucify me for that, so be it. I know Jesus has got yeah. my back. Um, that's how. Like they were, like the day that we, um, they thought it was gonna be like an Adamson's barbecue, like where the cops come in and they board oh, everything up. So we, yeah, we slept here. Um, Kellyanne Wolf and like um, quite a few other people. Um, you know, King Nico, like a lot of them. Uh, like they stayed over like that night um with us and we me and jonathan slept here and i remember saying to my sister like look like worst case scenario is i'm going to jail right like i was ready to go to jail so it was like that. that's the worst case scenario that could happen right right um but thank god like that day we over and Paul Brown was out there, the police officer, and um, he was totally amazing. And instead, he gave us he gave me a hug, and he just said like More people need to be doing what you're doing." And you yeah. know, um, unfortunately, he was suspended, but he was suspended with pay, so that's you know, that's okay. Like not, that's <laughs> bad, I guess, but he he got suspended for doing the right thing, you know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he was, it was, you know, so that was a turning point for us. And, and then I called them in for the inspection and then they inspected and we, we got the right to stay open. And, um, there is a few other gyms that are operating as well under accessibility for Ontarians with disabilities. Um, and I just encourage everyone out there that can have the opportunity to open. Apparently like all this is supposed to be going away, I guess what, like tomorrow or something. There's no more. uh, Yeah yeah so you know that's that's you know praise jesus for that like let's let's go let's you know let's do this let's uh get let's get our country right like right now there's a lot of businesses that suffered there's a lot of people that suffered there's a lot of people that lost their lives and they'll never get them back right because they couldn't cope a lot of people didn't know how to cope so they eliminated themselves like it was up 200 percent so it's like, how can you how can you close facilities and outlets for people when this is when the people need those outlets? And and you know what? At the end of the day, no one's putting up a gun to a person's head saying you have to go to the gym. If you don't feel comfortable going to the gym, don't go. No one's telling yeah. you have to go. If you don't feel comfortable in these places, don't go. But why are you don't preventing? Go. Yeah, don't go. Why are you telling like everyone to stay home? Like, what if my like. If my, if I believe that God's the giver and I just live each day for Him, who are you to tell me not to go there, or not to go here because of this or that? Exactly. Right.
0: Exactly. They're playing God. That's the thing.
1: That's right. And you you can't play God. God is God. That's, that's and you, and you're you're taking away like all like for humanity like what they're doing. They're just like they're trying to make them into like robots. They want to control everything that they do, where they go, who they see, how many people they see, how many people are allowed. What the hell? Like what? Well, <laughs> me, me, uh,
0: uh, a host of a uh, conspiracy podcast. Uh, there's a lot that I know that I that I've researched, and I also see. I saw today that Moderna is in. To go to stage one trials for HIV vaccine or an AIDS vaccine.
1: So do you think is that <laughs> is that true? Is there is there studies on that or
0: there is, there is, yeah. Um, but like unfortunately, what we're seeing is you know, myocarditis, uh, athletes yeah. dropping dead on the, the the soccer pitch, what have you. Um uh, after getting vaccinated, right? And there's stuff on the news, uh mainstream media about people getting myocarditis and this and that. And it's like, and now they're they're posting ads for uh what to do if your child has a stroke and this and that. Right. Yes. And what yeah. I what I believe is happening is that, you know, why would you have to get a, a quote unquote vaccine, first of all, for a virus that hasn't been isolated, and that is proven. Correct. <laughs> you can't make a vaccine for a virus, a quote-unquote virus that hasn't been isolated, right? And yet here they are, you know, uh, manipulating people to get it. They're not necessarily forcing them.
1: No, uh, they're manipulating. They're, they're coercing, they're, they're manipulating, they're manipulating. Yeah. yeah. But then... Absolutely.
0: And then you get you got to get a, a second shot and a third shot and a fourth shot or whatever, Right. Well, the whole the whole thing you is the question you have to ask the question: What if these vaccines, quote unquote, vaccines, are destroying people's immune systems, making them dependent on the corporation of uh, the pharmacy?
1: It's, well, for me, for information that I've been exposed to, and the research that I've done, and the people that I've talked to, um, it's it's first of all, I don't like calling it a vaccine because it's not a vaccine doesn't prevent you from getting the virus or it doesn't, it right. doesn't stop anything. Right. So it's not exactly. a vaccine. Right. But they're saying um, they're saying, but they're, yes, that's what they're saying. And that's what they're calling it. That's what they refer to it as, which I disagree. It's not a vaccine. And because if it was a vaccine, maybe you'd have to get one and maybe in a few years, you might have to get an update or whatever, just like the other ones. Right. But this is not like that. This is not a vaccine. And why am I going to, Get take something that I have the well, doesn't stop what it's supposed to stop. So, so why would I get it to begin with? Sure. Because now I could be a carrier of it, a carrier of it, disease or the virus that I am, right? um Because you could have like asympt ever, right? So, why am I going to prevent the virus from coming to me and can have negative effects on my body, like myocarditis, like like a uh, stroke, like heart attack. Like, why would I do that? And why would I want to put that on my children? Or as a business owner, why would I want to take responsibility and tell people to come into my place? You need to have this. What? That is totally wrong. I do not. That is not my responsibility. It's that is un- not.
0: It's completely unethical.
1: Absolutely. A hundred percent. And it's yeah. un ask children to go get this vaccine or this shot to play sports or to continue in their day-to-day life like what 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 are we allowing here like what is going on in these shots and has this gone as far as it's gone like that part just blows me away because it, it's so clear to me that this is such a, so wrong like that. I don't just don't understand how it got to this level. You understand what I mean?
0: Uh, it's it's the, the way it's gotten to this level is the fact that the mainstream media has uh, a grip on people's mindsets. You know what I mean? And they're, they're just like, they're yeah. so f- part of my language, fucking scared that they'll do anything that the government tells them to do. And it's like, I'm not, I I haven't taken one shot. You know what I mean? I haven't taken one single shot that they've been, because I just knew knew right away that this was all bullshit. My coworkers and I, there's like two or three of them that we talk to, that I talk to like every day almost. And we're all just like sharing each other's viewpoints and we're all we all knew we all predicted everything that was going to happen up until the trucker thing, you know? Yeah. Well, we, we predicted everything that was going to happen. We're like, watch, they're going to make it so that you can't work unless you get this fucking vaccine. Right. Yeah. And sure and they enough,
1: like a lot of people that way, like there's a lot of people that didn't want to take it. And, I that they part, still took it. I, Yeah. And I feel sad that those people had to um, like felt that they compelled to do that, to put food on the table or to do any of that stuff. Right. Like it's, it's very disturbing that they had to make a decision that, uh, and inject something into their body that they didn't really want to do, but they felt like no, like they felt no other way out. Right. Like they didn't. There's some of us that will die by it. Right. Like there's just some people like that, but some people aren't that like they're not the same. Right. So, yeah. You know what I mean? So, Teresa, like, I, yeah. Teresa,
0: I, I took the flu shot twice in my life in my early 20s. Yeah. And both times I, I got it, it wasn't out of coercion or anything. It was like, oh, maybe I should take the flu shot because I was young and dumb. Right. Yeah. Like, both times I had uh, fever induced hallucinations. Oh wow, uh, I couldn't breathe like even the, the first I think the second time I took it, I was just getting out of the parking lot after I took it and I right away my lungs I, I sneezed about 10 times and my oh. lung filled with fluid and I couldn't breathe. Oh my. when oh, that, I had scary. the, the, the fever induced hallucinations and it, where I was like looking at a white wall, Beside my bed, and it looked like a, a a call like a hallway with columns on either side.
1: Oh shoot, that's scary. See, <laughs> we never we never vaccinated my children. Like my children were not vaccinated at all. We we yeah yeah we we um we did not do that. So they didn't even have vaccines like going in through like school. Um, we we went away from that because you know what we were born right and god gave us life right so why do we have to start putting all these things into our bodies um and for the children um my husband that had passed away he's, he's passed away now but um at the time he didn't want to get he did some research on it and he knew that there was vaccine injury and autism and and some yeah. things um that were tied to the vaccines so he didn't want to do that he's like you know god gave them life like let them just live like you know and, See, what and the, our vac- children were fine
0: yeah what vaccines do is they they um they will give you immunity to it, to that particular thing, but it's also going to fuck up something else in your immune system.
1: Right. Right.
0: So I'm convinced that, uh, my past vaccinations is the reason why I have Crohn's disease.
1: Oh, you think so?
0: I think so. And I talked to my doctor, one of my wow. doctors in my past, and he agreed with me.
1: Wow. Yeah. yeah.
0: Surprised yeah. that he actually agreed with me, he's like, well, well played, sir. You probably, you're, I think you're onto something, you know, because he told me that the vaccines will, will, you know, um, like I said, target one specific thing in the immune system, but then throw something off on the other side.
1: Yes. Yes. Right? So
0: that's yes. how these things work. And it's like, and this particular thing, we're, we're not talking about a, a vaccine. Like you said, it's not a vaccine. It's no. mRNA. It's gene therapy.
1: That's right. That's it's, right. It's
0: realigning our DNA which is god-given
1: which is very scary thought right it's
0: very scary
1: it's very scary thought and then the people like i don't know like i have one member that he knows at least like i swear to you like there was like a few weeks he was coming in and every week like every day he would tell me like two or three people he's probably up to like 20 people Just in his immediate circle, that have either like died of heart attacks or uh, stroke, um, perfectly healthy, no underlining issues. They took the shot and, you know, they had a heart attack or now they're in the hospital, they have myocarditis. Like it was like talking to people, like I talked to a lot of people throughout the whole day, and there's at least like out of five or say out of 10 people, there's like five people that know somebody that has a vaccine injury.
0: I but, know I know, two people who passed away from the vaccine.
1: Yeah, see, it's super sad. Super and I, sad. I, don't, I don't
0: know anybody that died from COVID.
1: Yeah, you know, like, so, so sad. So, so sad.
0: Just like I don't know anybody who died from the flu. It's the same thing. Wait, all, they do, I was
1: just, all I was just <laughs> going to say that. I, you just took the words right out of my mouth. People die of the flu, like, every year, right? And we never heard about how many people died of the flu. They never advertised it. They never marketed it. They never told like they've been marketing. Yeah. Like this has been crazy. Like the numbers, the cases, like, you know, it's like, like, why is that so important? And the reason why it's important is to create fear. Yep. It's creating fear um, and harboring that onto the people and making it like panicky and, you know, out of control. And like you said, people were like very emotional, so they didn't know how to deal with it. Like, right? But um, when you start really looking at facts and if people just took the time to do a little bit of research and um, ask the right questions, you'll find out a lot of information. And if you look at the um, death tolls, like the death tolls didn't change. So if there was a pandemic, there should have been a spike in death tolls, right? Like in in, in the total of deaths, right? And there wasn't a spike. And um Everyone all of a sudden that nobody died of cancer anymore. Nobody died of car accidents. Everyone everyone's yeah. cause of death is COVID. Yeah. So it's like it's like I don't know. It's just run
0: over by a steamroller and then they get yeah. death by COVID. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's like it's,
1: it's like what?
0: So but it's people just, see that because they're just people's research is looking at the TV, the television.
1: Right? Yeah, but like you just said right there, the television, right? They don't
0: call it programming for no reason.
1: Yes. We don't even have we don't like we have a television, but we use like videos, Netflix, like different things for movies. We don't watch the news, like that's just no.
0: But you can't pick up your phone and question something and pick up your phone and like research it, right? Yeah. Can't do that. It's it's unbelievable to me. That's that's where cognitive dissonance comes in. Because everything is bought. The media is run by corporations, obviously. And then the government, I posted a video today where Justin Trudeau admits flat out that they paid the media companies $600 million to promote their bullshit.
1: There you go. There, yeah, they're all, they're all sellouts. It's all bought and paid for. They're all sellers, but how, when, but my question is, is, but, and there are uh, my hats off to some of the reporters that have like quit their jobs because they had integrity, right? Like there are people that have like left their field of business because they saw the lies and they couldn't um, go through with it because they actually had integrity. So, but it's just like, how, how can you believe this narrative?
0: Yeah. Not only those people, but the the, the the numerous thousands upon thousands of doctors and scientists who have stepped down and said, you know what? This is this is horse shit. Yes. Why would yes. they do that to jeopardize their career? You know, or their life even. Because anybody who and speaks, thank God out, for if, those, they, if you're, for a, top those... dog, yeah. if you're yeah. a top dog, yeah, if you're a top dog in that area yeah. and you speak up, yeah. you're dead.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that's you know? so sad. Yeah. Yeah. This
0: is one of the things that brought me to Christ actually is hearing stories about um you know the the scientists and and big figureheads who were getting assassinated. Uh I was like, holy shit. Is there's right. good and evil and it's everywhere, and here I am, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and through the uh the pandemic has really woken me up to like so many things even trump trump i know he's bought and paid for but he definitely woke up a lot of people and he woke me up to how politics operates yes. and i tell that to people and he's and people are like dude you picked the wrong guy to like learn about politics and i laugh but um at the same time it's like Dude, he shed a lot of light on what's really going on,
1: you know. Yes, yes.
0: And yeah. raising the triggers right now too.
1: Yes, yes, he is. Oh, uh, but
0: the, it goes so deep. Like I, I go down a lot of rabbit holes, and
1: it's when easy I first do, <laughs> it's easy to do. <laughs>
0: it's very easy. When I when I first started doing it, uh, like ten years ago, I got really depressed because I was like. Oh, is there any hope for humanity? You know,
1: right? <laughs> yeah, I, I a,
0: hear a huge plan to the the consciousness awareness of people is growing at a rapid rate right now, and it's bottlenecking into this timeline where um, I don't know if you ever heard of Project Looking Glass. That's a that's a rabbit hole to go down.
1: No, I'm gonna have to look into that.
0: I think it was back in the '70s or something like that. Uh, they had like this um, machine called the looking glass where they were able to like use quantum uh, physics to look through time. Oh wow. Oh, wow. And hit a certain point and they, cause they were trying to predict things and they were predicting a lot of things with this machine, but they got to this one period of time, which is like probably very soon where, it hits a standstill and they can't look any further because every, uh, every, every um, timeline that they, that they can get to, it always amounts, it always goes to all humanity waking up and uniting. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's crazy. My buddy wrote a song about it and it's awesome. Uh, I put it, I put it on uh, the end of one of my episodes when I had him on oh nice uh, yeah but like the the lyrics are like they ran the program to see through the quantum and um uh humans they always unite so like that gives me a lot of hope right now, you know but we got to unite through truth that's the thing and i think that truth Amen. is getting greater 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 and greater you know
1: well, then and then, you know, what it comes down to, too, is each individual like looking at themselves and coming to full repentance. Right. Like it, it, it comes down to like knowing our maker. Right. And then it comes down to like living truth. Right. And confessing sin. Right. Repenting and, you know, doing your best to be compassionate, to be kind, to be loving, um, to really like walk or try to walk as like a Christian in in your day to day life. Like daily, right. you know what I, I mean? Not just like, yeah, like all the time. You know what I'm saying? So it's and hard. I think the, the closer hard, people right? draw to Christ, then the less we the less like there's still sin there but the more we are aware of it and um when we're aware of it then we can help as brothers and sisters we can restore each other and help each other and say you know like help each other be better right like if everybody was humble and loving and compassionate and kind and looked out for one another like wow what a wonderful world we would live in right like (laughs) That's you know what I mean the king, like the kingdom
0: okay, of God on earth right you
1: know what I mean like that's what I'd like, right um but it's uh I guess it's just like one day at a time, right and we try to create that like like it, I guess I guess that's why I like coming to my gym so much, right is because there's that there's that energy here there's that environment there's like-minded people um yeah, it's. I have,
0: I have a coworker and this, this kid is really cool. He's like 21. Right. And, uh, he, him and I get along so well. Right. And he went, he actually went to Ottawa and I didn't know he was going oh, yeah. He went to Ottawa on Saturday and I didn't know he was going. I heard through word of mouth. I was like, no, he's going. And then, so I contacted him like, dude, you're in Ottawa. He's like, yeah, dude. He's like, dude, you, you should, you should have been here the energy of all the people here is just nothing but love, man. It's like high energy. Everybody's high-fiving, hugging each other, talking to one another. I believe it. we
1: got some good people out there right now. There's some good people that are are out there. So I can just imagine the level of energy that's out there, you know? Um, It's great. It, that I'm, is great I, that, that's a good part about what what's happening in Ottawa is the unity um, of the people right the unity of the people standing together um, that's the most beautiful thing that I that I see going on down yeah. there
0: oh it's beautiful and then and then the the of course the mainstream media wants to turn it around and say there's racist people there. You know, they want to flip-flop it, right?
1: That's so ridiculous. Like, uh, about the whole trucker thing, like, isn't that racist, like, saying that in itself? They'll do do
0: anything to try to diminish what's going on.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're desperate. They're very desperate.
0: Satan knows his time is short, that's why. Yes. Right?
1: Yes. Yes. Everybody who's
0: paid for and plays the game, who sold their soul, are constantly trying to throw the fact that, like, you know... Oh, they're anti gay or they're anti this or they're racist or fascist or whatever. It's like, dude, you're the ones who are fascist.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For it's, real. It's,
0: it's absolutely insane. I know. My family is divided right now because of all this
1: shit. I think everybody's family, I don't know one family that isn't divided. I mean, there's a lot of families out there that are divided, and it's very sad. But that's what they want to do too, right? Is the devil is coming to seek and destroy and devour, right? So they want the family unit to be broken. They want divorce. Um, they want um, families to be broken, right? There, that's what they they want. What, uh, confused
0: about their gender, exactly, exactly. Oh, um, you no, know, in the Bible it says that uh, Satan is the power of the prince of the air, right? Yeah, what's yeah. the air? It's the ether, it's the airwaves, it's the television.
1: Yes, yes, no,
0: that got you in that television. That's it, you it's, know. It's, it's
1: serious, like the yeah. Of
0: the media is the devil, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. It's crazy, and it's like, I'm not even honestly, Teresa. I'm not, I don't go to church, I just know. My spirituality, I know my Bible, you know?
1: Well, that's good. Well you ever well, I like for me, I don't say I'm religious. I would say I have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Like he's my homeboy. Like I talk it's, to him all the time. He's my homeboy. So, like he's my best friend. <laughs> it's very easy. Talk to him, pray to him. I'm in my word. Like I read the word um every day or uh, I listen to it. You know what I mean? Like that's a part of my life that's very important to me. Um, and within the last like it's always been important to me, but I find within the last two the last two, like the last, like actually, like four years, like it's become more, like it's not as it's it's more devotional, like it's it's not as continually- ca- it's not. I, there's intent there there's intent. like i want to like right now i'm in a phase where it's like i want to read the word i want to study the word i want to cross reference things like i'm at a different level in my relationship with christ um right. i'm more hunger and thirsted. you know what i mean i want to have conversations like i don't want to talk to people about just surface like like fake shit like i want to have real in-depth conversations you know what i okay. mean
0: so this is exactly why I started my podcast, because I just could not handle small talk anymore. Yeah,
1: and it's just
0: like, get, what? <laughs> I want to get people on my show that uh, I can have real in-depth conversations with, such as yourself, uh, who, you. know, who know know what the you. hell is going on, uh, yeah. who know their spirituality, yes. who know that we're being played.
1: Yes. Right? Yes. I did actually just like four weeks ago. Um, I started going to hope church in, um, in Oakville and maybe you should come down with me sometime. It's amazing. I like, um, I love the worship. Um, I really enjoy like congregating, like in the church and like listening to the message the pastors are great um i've really been enjoying it for the fa- last four weeks i went before like i was like off and on like uh, like more like what you just said like it's like i know my spirituality like i believe we we the people are the church like you don't have to go to a building you Yeah, you know it's I mean? not
0: it's not an establishment instead.
1: no it's we the people are church like what we're doing right now is church like us talking about it I, but i, I often
0: do... say, i often say that uh The Red Pill Cartel, my show is like going to church.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. (laughs) And on Friday nights here at Huff Gym, we do um, it's called King of Kings. And we have um, people come out and we read the Bible and then we hit the bag. And uh, we work out. So it's pretty cool. You're welcome to come down any Friday night. Um, you're welcome to come down and, and check it out. It's a really amazing vibe. Um, great energy. Great group of uh, men and women that come out. And uh, we read the Bible. And then we hit the bag. And it's a beautiful thing.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Fridays are shitty for me, though. Because I work until like uh, 9 p.m.
1: Well, come on a Saturday yeah. then. We're uh, here all uh, the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Our cool. doors are
1: open. Yeah. Cool. Thank all you right. for that.
0: Everybody. That's awesome.
1: Oh, right, you're welcome.
0: Is there anything else you want to like, uh, oh my God, I could probably talk to you for like, God knows how long.
1: I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is there anything else you want to add? Um, I mean, questions or anything?
1: No, yeah, I'm good. That's okay. good. I think I think we touched a lot of stuff. <laughs>
0: i think we did like very quickly it was pretty yeah. wild
1: yeah it's um, cool.
0: yeah plug plug your uh stuff like plug your um your gym your your social media all that stuff
1: okay okay cool what should i just say like follow us at or check us out yeah.
0: go to huff gym you know
1: yeah so um you know, if you guys uh, want to check us out, check us out at www.huffboxing.com. Um, add us on your Instagram at HuffGym at Teresa underscore Heron um, for Instagram. Um, yeah, I'd love to talk to you guys, answer any questions you may have. And uh, you're welcome to come in for your first workout free.
0: There you go. There you have it, Cartel. Dude, thank and- you so much for coming on. Uh, I appreciate your time. Thank you. And- yeah, I'll, I'll put all the links in the show notes and everything so people can, you know.
1: Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me on. Yeah. And hopefully uh, we'll see you soon.
0: Yeah, too, cool, dude. Uh, yeah, keep in touch. And uh, yeah, God bless you.
1: You too. God bless. Okay. Great night. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye.
2: Thank you for tuning in to Red Pill Cartel. This is Nigel the Goat speaking.
0: Nigel, I told you, you don't have to say that, that is you anymore. They know your
2: voice. I know, I know, Davey. I just like to say that, you know, kind of rolls out the tongue a little bit, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I hear you, I hear you.
2: Anyway, Davey, shut up. This is Nigel's turn. All
0: right, all right, do your thing, then.
2: Anyway, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Teresa Heron. Teresa Heron. Hello, Teresa. This is Nigel. Nigel loves you.
0: Uh, I think you can calm down a little bit there, Nigel.
2: Okay, sorry, baby. Sorry, baby. Anyway, I really hope you enjoyed that episode tonight. And uh, do not forget to check out Teresa's gym in Mississauga if you are local. Also, do not forget to uh, get me out of the matrix. You know the the matrix, and do not do uh, donate to the Patreon, the Patreon, and also the GoFundMe for little Alexandria, five-year-old Alexandria, is still there and available for you to donate. So I'm letting you know now that she is deemed cured by the doctors, the tumor has not grown for quite a while now, so she has deemed cured. But the medical bills are still very very high for the family, for Ken. So if you want to go and click the link and donate to the GoFundMe, to Alexandra, you can feel free to do so. And. Uh, I hope you uh, keep staying in tune for, uh uh, 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 what is this show called again, baby? Nigel, come
0: on, man. You know it's Red Pill Cartel.
2: Oh, 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 yes. Stay tuned for the, the, the uh, next episode of, uh, the, uh, Red Pill Cartel. This is Nigel the Goat speaking.
0: Nigel, come
2: on. I know, Davy. I just like the way it sounds. Until next time, cartel. May God bless you and have a good day. Thank you.